Yo, 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 we are back for episode, I believe, 65 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study hosted by this one word, C. Micah, and that one word over there, Mr. Rod Redeem. We're glad, yeah, gracious, and very happy to be back with y'all. Uh, we apologize for not being on last week, but family comes first, and there's that one word yeah. over there, uh, birthday. He just said, man, we ain't studying them. It's my birthday. He didn't say that, but <laughs> it was his birthday. So happy birthday to my brother, man, yeah. if y'all... See us right now live, man. Say what say happy birthday to my brother, Mr. Robert Dean. What's up, bro? Appreciate it. Hey man, um, blessed to see another year, man. I was sick as that deal on my birthday, you know it, mm -hmm. but um praise God. I want um I got a chance Me to too. go down and visit family. Um, you know what I'm saying? First and foremost, man, like my birthday gift to myself was going to see my son play his first um his first college basketball game, man. Home yeah. college basketball game. So squad Big three and on the season. So drove down there on Thursday. I was feeling much better, praise God. Drove down two and a half hours to see him, came back. Um, Friday, feeling much better. Saturday, went down to Dallas. My mom and dad um, threw, me a, um, threw me a surprise birthday party. Surprise, I knew they was throwing it, but it was a surprise on everybody who showed up. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? So um, shout out to my Dallas fam for um, sliding through, man, and just showing mad love. People I haven't seen in years, man. It just had a real good time, man. Real talk. Big salute. If you are watching us right now, and it's probably literally exclusively on uh, YouTube because Facebook is tripping, but still exclusive on YouTube. Please do what you see on the screen right about now. Hit that like button. If you have not subscribed to Not The Same Podcast, go ahead and subscribe. What you waiting on? And lastly, hit the notification bell so you would know when we are live and direct on these Tuesdays, every other Tuesday or every other other Tuesday. How it went this right, time. Right. You never know. So hit every the not other. notification bell and you will know every other other Tuesday when we is live for the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study. Go ahead, Yeah, bro. man. We want to give a shout out to our um, rebroadcasters of the Not The Same Podcast. Look, we always big up our MTNB famo. Every Sunday they play the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study. That yeah. is one of the things they have been doing. They play our Bible study on Sundays. And it's yeah. been a blessing, man. Live Show TV, Takeover Radio, Parable Radio, Praise 365, Scooter, RYC Praise News, His Hop, radio and podcast network as well as the 520 collective they yes, all play the bible study but for the ones who do we always want to get a rebroadcast as a shout out anyhow just for showing the love for um not the same in everything that we got going on over here 100 percent, man all right man without further ado we're about to get into the bible study the subject of you can run but you can't hide one word one word is not at the end but you can run but you can't hide it's the name of this bible yeah, study yeah, yeah. and brother is you ready so yeah, I'm ready. Um, so just to go in before we uh, well before we go in, Father God, in the name of Jesus, yes, we come sir. to you right now, just thanking you and praising you for another opportunity to dig into your word. Lord, I ask that you would allow Thank us you, to Lord. decrease as you increase in us, Holy Spirit. We repent for our shortcomings and downfalls and our sins today. Open our ears so that we may hear from you, Holy Spirit. Open up those who are listening. Open up their ears and hearts so that it can um, plant seeds and produce ripe fruit to glorify your holy name. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, um, so that you can run, but can't hide. Um, a lot of times we run from the calling of God yeah. and we'll try to hide from the calling. You know, we go to a big church and we hide in the back or even in a small church, we don't really want to be bothered. It can be from a church hurt. It can be from whatever the case may be. And we'll run because of fear, fear. We're not um, qualified fear of what someone may say about us, about our past, um, yeah. fear that we may be in sin and God just can't use us. And you can run, but if God is telling you and wants to use you, no matter what you've done, he will use you, regardless of what, what your past may be. And um, that's what we, we're getting on tonight. Um, there's no definitions. We're getting straight into the word. Um, um, what right now, the first, the first topic is, is broken down in three ways, the way the Holy Spirit gave me. The first one is um, uh, what, what can cause us to run from God? And that is fear and sin um, scriptures. We're going to be going into. There's a lot of scriptures with this Bible study. 
I yeah. want to encourage everyone. Um, I feel like the Lord placed this on my heart because he gave me scriptures even leading up into going into this Bible study. Um, grab you a pen, man. Grab you a pen. If you got your phone, hit your notes up and just make take notes on some of the stuff that's going on because some of the stuff that we'll be speaking on, um, as C helps me with this, we all have been through it. Some of us may be still going through it, so I want to encourage you guys. But we'll be going through Isaiah 41 and 10, Philippians 4, um, Psalms 27, 2 Timothy, Hebrews, 1 Corinthians, and Jonah. And as you can see, we're reading all about Jonah because when we get to the Jonah part, um, it's kind of long, but you'll understand. Yeah. This may be a two-part. We may be able to skim straight through it. I'm not sure, but I do encourage you once again, if you have your iPhone, if you have your Android, take out your color notes, write down these scriptures, go back to them. Because again, what causes us to run from God? Fear, fear of not knowing what the word of God says. Well, you're not going to know if you don't read and go back into it. So 100%. let's get it. Let's get it, man. All right. Uh, Rita talking to my own self. Right. Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes. I will help you. I will hope I will uphold you with my righteous hand. So God said, do not be dismayed for I'm your God. The question we have to ask ourselves, is he your God? Is he my God? Mm. You know, not, um, it says not to, not to say fear won't come upon us because fear is going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, but we shouldn't be living a life of fear. You know, somebody that's, um, oh, the pandemic, I ain't going outside. Oh, they doing this. I ain't flying. Oh, I'm doing mm -hmm. And I know people who live mm -hmm. in fear. And if God is truly your God, you yeah. know what I'm saying? If the true and living God is truly your God, then you can stand on this of him saying, fear not, for I am with you. Even when they don't look at it, um, be not dismayed. Sometimes I'm dismayed on my job. Sometimes mm -hmm. we can be dismayed in our in our marriage, in our relationships, um, regardless of what family. But for I'm your God, the question I said before is, is he your God? And yeah. you have to ask yourself that question. Is yeah. he your God or is the job your God? Or is mm -hmm. the money that you're making your God? Or is the possessions that you have your God? Because if God is, if the true and living God is truly your God, no matter what happens, guess what? You stand it, whether you got yeah. a lot or you have a little. And the Bible talks about that. Or it can either be people that you can place in a place of God, you know, somebody yes. being elevated way too high, even in your marriage situation, a spouse being elevated too high, where it's or like, kids. baby, all, all I think about is you or, or the mm -hmm. kids, you know, I just want to make sure my kids are all right. And you go so far with that where mm, in a marriage situation, then you so focused on the kids, you forget about the husband or you so focused on the kids, you forget about the wife or vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you so mm -hmm. focused on the job, you forget about the family. And at the end mm -hmm. of the day, the only person we can focus on solely like that and be able to be able to deal with everybody else is God. You can't do nobody else like that. God, because God will tell you, go be with your family. Yeah. But selfish people are going to be like, nah, stay with me because I'm selfish. <laughs> you know what I mean? But God's going to be like, uh-uh, okay, I'm good. Go on, go, go see about your wife. Go see about your son. Go see about your daughter or whatever. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something, man. That imbalance, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it. You know what I'm saying? Where the job was coming so much before my family yeah. that um, my family was suffering. You know what I mean? My kids was coming so much before Nikki that the marriage was suffering. You know what yeah. I mean? Then it got to a point where all of it was getting on my nerves and mm -hmm. I put myself above everybody and everything suffered. The job, the fam, the household. Yeah. Um, quick testimony. And I had to apologize to my boys for this. I went a whole year where I don't remember it, bro. Like I was mm. so far gone in, 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 in work and stressed out and not trusting in the Lord. That's why I said yeah. this, this is a um, Bible study to kind of hit home more than a little bit that like, see, you know, we go to six flags, bro. That is our thing. You did what I'm saying. And yep. we, didn't, we didn't do nothing that year. I looked up yeah. the entire summer was gone. You know what I mean? And the kids back in school and we can't do nothing. And I had to apologize to my household because I started putting, I started being dismayed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I started trusting in other things and not the Lord for my strength. And it happens, but I'm back. You dig what I'm saying? And that's the part. I didn't, I didn't, you know, stay gone. Glory be to God. Next, we're going to Philippians Amen. 4, chapter, uh, yeah, chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. Yeah. Yes, sir. 
All right, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, listen, man, we talked about what can cause us to run from God. Fear slash sin. Fear yeah. brings on these. This is what fear brings on to people. It brings on anxiety nervousness, stress, depression. And it said, you know, the, the, the scripture says, let your requests be made known to God, and then you will experience God's peace, which removes all of these things I just said. Let mm -hmm. your requests be known, Lord, I'm anxious. When the Bible says be anxious for nothing, like the scripture says, Lord, um, in ancient anxiety and nervousness is kind of one and the same, but it can be yeah. stress. You know, you can be stressed out. Lord, I'm stressed. Lord, I'm depressed. I, 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 need, I need you. But it says, let your request be known to God. See, we'll be like, well, God, no. No, sometimes you have to open all the time. You need yes. to be opening your mouth and yes. talking to the Lord. Like, Lord, I know you know what I have. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about this when C, we had his Bible study two weeks ago. Lord, help my unbelief. Remove yeah. this depression. Remove this stress. Remove this nervousness. Remove this anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remove anything because he says, cast your cares up on me. You know what I'm saying? For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I, when you do that, God's peace will remove these things. Right. But we first have to let our requests be known to God. And if we don't do that, then we're stuck. And, you know, one of the awesome things about God is, is that he telling us that the peace of God will surpass all understanding. But he know we going to be anxious. It's, yeah. If if if. If we wouldn't, if he didn't know we would be anxious, he wouldn't say be anxious for nothing. In other words, he's telling us, look, don't worry about nothing because he know we're going to worry. <laughs> yeah. He understands yeah. that. It doesn't mean that you have failed in life and messed up and like, man, Rob is saying, man, we shouldn't even worry. We don't, be we don't deal with no anxiety. Everybody deal with anxiety. Yes. Stop it. We all deal with it. Yes. But are we dealing with it from the standpoint of, okay, I'm dealing with this thing, but God has given me the victory. So I'm going to choose joy and I'm going to find the peace of God. Or are we dealing from this like, oh my God, it's always something. Why is it? Why me? Mm -hmm. Why is it me? Why? Why? Why every time I look around the corner, I'm dealing with this. Why every time? Why? 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 It's always why instead of just saying, you know what, God, I give this to you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a very popular song. Give myself away so you can yeah. use me. So we're gonna give these anxieties, these hurt, these pains to God and allow Him to deal with it. And we're gonna say, look, I, I know I can't deal with it, Lord. So I'm gonna trust you, and I'm looking for that peace. You know what I mean? Amen. Me and my wife, Amen. I say this, and we, I let we go to the next. Me and my wife always talk about we got a peaceful home. We don't ever want that not to change, no matter what. I mean, no matter what's going on at work, away from work, or whatever. When we come home, we want the peace of God to be in this house where we can sleep good. You know what I mean? When you ain't right. got peace in your house, you don't sleep good. You don't. That's that's a fact. Because everything running around the house, you know, that ain't supposed to be godly. Is <laughs> is yeah. operating in the house. But when you sleep good, you know, God God is in there, and the peace of God is in there. Next, we go into Psalms uh, 27 and 27 1. 27 and 1. Yeah. Psalms 27 and 1. All right. The Lord is, uh, Psalm 27 and 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So this goes back up to what it says. What can cause us to run from God? Fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes... Fear can be on your job. You know what I'm saying? Bosses, mm -hmm. co-workers, if you're in a um, leadership position, workers, um, and fearing what people think, fearing yeah. what people um, have to say. If you're married, yeah. fear your spouse is going to leave. If you're in a relationship, fear that that person yeah. is going to be by them, you know, going to leave you and you're by yourself. But it says, shall whom shall I, um, whom shall I fear? You know what I mean? And um, But the other question would be, what shall I fear? This yeah. is a scripture that's um this is a scripture that's not given to see but was given to me. We're gonna go to Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, and right. then we can move on after this. But again, I'm gonna say this sometimes fear can be on your job, your boss, co-workers, um, if you're in leadership, fearing what people think, fearing what people are saying about you. If you're married, fearing your spouse is gonna leave, fearing your yeah. kids are gonna rebel and something's gonna happen. And it says, um, whom shall I fear? But what shall you fear should also be like, what should I be scared of? And um, right. Hebrews um, um, 13, five through six. I got you. Uh, uh, verse five, let your conduct be without covetedness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And that's what I'm talking about with yeah. people. What should I fear? Like, don't be covet. Don't covet what the next person have. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, it says, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And then in Psalms 27 and 1, it, it went on talking about um, whom shall I fear? You know, or what shall yeah. I fear? And yeah. these are the fear will make you run from God because 100%. it can come up on you so much that you start trying to fix things on your own. You start yeah. doing things that's not lining up with the word of God because fear has overtaken you. But these two scriptures right here is just letting you know that, um, you know, God is, God is with you. He's your helper. So just call on your help. All right. Next we're going to second Timothy, second uh, Timothy seven. one and seven. Yeah. I got you with the scriptures, bro. Since you, you clicking. Second Timothy one and seven for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and of a sound mind. <clears throat> yeah, and, and it just goes back all things, all things fear can bring up on us can be cast down just by speaking God's word over the situation. So we talked about how fear can bring on depression, anxiety, nervousness, um, stress, all of yeah. these things. And, you know, um, when you think about it, all these things can be when when it can be cast down by speaking the word over the situation. The situation is real. I'm not saying that you don't have a situation and you can. It's like a, a magic pill. But no. what I'm saying is faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So yeah. if you're speaking the word of God over your situation. That's why I said go go back up when it says um, God has not given us. Um, there you go. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. The big part right there, he's giving you power. Yeah. And loving of a sound mind. So when your mind is stressing and all over the place and you're anxious, that's not of God. That's of the enemy to try to take you out. Because what is his job? To kill, steal, and destroy. Amen. Yeah. I really had nothing else to add to that, man. Amen. <laughs> um, I was about to start saying something, but I was like, I mean, he, he, he said. was 12 and 1, brother. <laughs> that's funny, bro. <laughs> All right, Hebrews 12 and 1. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Therefore, we also, since surrounded surrounded by so, uh, let me read it the way I see it. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let, it, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Uh, let me read two. Look um, at two. Yeah, let me read two, bro. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy was set before him, endured the cross, despising shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Yes, Lord. Hey, can you read number two? Uh, read that all the way through um, okay. without stopping. Therefore, also, since we are surrounded by such a great, such great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Listen, man, sometimes and when we talked about what can cause us to run from God, we've been talking about fear. Sin yeah. can stop us. Yeah. I mean, sin can have us running from God. And sometimes, um, you know, um, the sin we're, we're in causes us to run from God in our actions. So yeah. it's like um, being disobedient. Um, not submitting to God's will. You know what I mean? So we're in sin. So now we're in disobedience. So now we're running yeah. from God because yeah. we know we're wrong. Now we're shameful. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. it says we have to lay aside every weight. Weights are heavy and they become burdens. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, you think about it. Go to first Peter, um, first Peter five, seven through nine, bro. Um, I, you don't right. have that one either. Um, but right. to, to go along with the scripture of what he's saying um, so that we can run. So weights, they cause strength, right? But in other places, things can weigh you down. And when things weigh you down, you can't you can't move. Like when you're in water and you're trying to punch, you can't punch as swiftly as you can when you're not in the water. It's weighing, right. it's weighing you down. But First Peter um, 5, 7, this is what it says. Casting um, all your care it? upon him, for he cares for you. You said 7 through 9? Yeah, 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 7 through 9. 
casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, adversary, the devil walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings uh, are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. And that's what I'm saying. Like if you're dealing with sin, you're not special. Right. We're all dealing with right. it. You dig what I'm saying? And the enemy is trying to like, like, um, showcase your sin to the world and then now you're ashamed and then you right. then you start rebelling well i'm human yeah. so we start yeah. making excuses for our sins you know yeah. as opposed of laying that sin aside lord i yeah. repent lord forgive me lord help me you know what i mean like so right. we just start rebelling you know what i mean and right. um if we don't lay aside those weights that's what happens because it says the devil he walks around like a roaring not as right. a roaring lion right like right. a roaring lion you know what i mean yeah. seeking whom he can devour but if you already weak then guess what he's going to devour you because you're already set in that but it says resist him steadfast in the faith knowing it's the same sufferings are experienced that goes back to what c said earlier and he didn't even know i was going to the scripture because he didn't have it that if it ain't one thing it's another mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying no mm -hmm. don't don't look at it like that you ain't you we're, we're not special these tests and trials come to make us strong Going through the trial, we don't like it. Coming out yeah. when we on the valley, on we on the mountaintop, oh glory, hallelujah! You know what I'm saying? It, it's easy, and then as soon as you fall into the valley, it it, it can be one way. Some people yeah. they're in the valley, and then they trusting in the Lord the whole time, and then when they get up top, they go on about their business. Right. Other A people, lot of people, when they're on top, they good. The moment they fall into the valley, man, the Lord to forsake me. Yeah. And I knew this wasn't real, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to lay aside those weights, man, because that's what fear and sin, which will call you, cause you to run from God. First Corinthians 10 and 13, bro. You got something? Before we go, yeah, before we go there, man, on this scripture that you brought up here, man, one of the biggest things that stood out to me where it said, resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Rob was talking about earlier how the enemy wants to isolate you and make you feel like you're the only one. I'm the only yeah. one having to deal with this. I'm the only one struggling with this thing. I'm the only one fighting this. I'm the only one dealing with this uh, hard-headed woman. I'm the, only, I'm the only one that has a, whatever it may be. I'm not saying if you're yeah. one, whatever. I'm just saying he'll make you feel like you're the only one because he wants you to isolate you. He wants to make you feel depressed, and he really wants you to kill yourself. That's what he wants you to do. Yeah, ultimately, yeah. Never think that you're alone. You're not alone. You're not alone for the people that deal with that, who's dealing with that type of fight, you know, with the fight and wanting to take their own life. You're not alone. You're not you're not the only one dealing with the fight. And trust me, somebody's going through something worse than you, although it seems terrible to you right now. There's always somebody. There's always a bigger one. There's always a bigger yeah. struggle. There's always a bigger fight, although it may seem like yours is the biggest one in the world. I mean, I don't know and, who that's and, for, man, and, but for real. Go ahead, bro. And, 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 and I want to piggyback off this just so the enemy don't try to come through. And it's not belittling your situation because for not you, it all. is the biggest thing in the world. But yes, it's sir. not as big. It's not bigger than our God is what C is saying. Yeah. Because yeah. there is. I, I'll give you this. My son Dion is over in um, Thailand right now. Yeah. And I talked to Dion for about 40 minutes today. And he was telling me that when I, when I was younger, we grew up on the west side. And I thought we was in the hood. But seeing their hood yeah. and their poverty compared yeah. to ours, seeing Something our different. roaches compared Something to different. theirs. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, like he was just telling me it makes him appreciate, you know, like, man, and here it is. I thought we had it bad growing up. And this is, you know, one of my older sons, you know, yeah. when I was still a teenager. And, and this is what, how we were living. And now he's over there in the third world country saying, like, wow, it's not as bad as I thought. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So look at it from that perspective when C is saying someone has it worse than, you know, than us sometimes. 100%. All right, we're going to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. 10 and 13, no temptation has overtaken you except such is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Very powerful. So very powerful scripture so we talked about once again what can cause us to run from god fear and yeah. sin well the fear of temptation but being tempted is not the sin no. so it's like man i'm always tempted to this one thing that's not the sin falling to the temptation is what leads to the sin 
And right. this sometimes lead people to run from God because they want to be right. They want to do right, but don't take the way of escape. Right. So some people feel condemned because, you know, they're tempted by a vice. They didn't take the escape. Yeah. So therefore now it's like, well, I'm going to run from God because I keep falling to the same thing. You keep going through the same test. But the beauty of it all, you can overcome those temptations and take the way of escape and not give into sin because God has promised he'll provide it. It'd be some of the silliest things, man. Like he'll provide the way of escape. And sometimes we just ignore it. Like, nah, I'm going to do mm -hmm. what I want to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we do that a lot. But, yeah. you know, the also thing, like Rob said, man, and, and the Bible said primarily, nothing against my brother, but the Bible said there's always a way of escape. He will always mm -hmm. make a way of escape that you may be able to bear. It's not just that it's not just that you're bearing it. There's a way of escape to help you bear it, but right. it's a way to get up out of it. And a lot of times we see the way to escape. We're like, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm straight. <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what yeah. happened a lot of times. You know, we get arrogant thinking we our grace is we got extra grace. Some new grace, you know what I mean? Some blindness on like, nope, right. I only want to see the way of escape. I'm, I'm, I'm made up. Uh, my mind made up. I'm, I'm repenting after the way mind made up. So we got to be careful of that, man. Right, uh, right, right. Next, we're going to Jonah 1, 1 through 17. 1 through 7, yeah. yeah Jonah 1, 1 through 7, um, this will wrap up um, the what can cause us to run from God. This is a prime example of how fear, disobedient, sin, all yeah. of that can cause you to run from God. Fear of man, fear of not being, thinking you're worthy. Let's go ahead, man. All right. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish uh, from, the presence, from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish, and so he paid, uh, going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare, went down, went down into it to go with them to Tarshish. I keep Paul from Tarshish. Mm, I just connected that from the presence of the Lord. Then it says a storm of the sea. Uh, but the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid and every man cried out against his cried out to his God threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had had gone down into the lowest parts of the ship, ship and laid down and was fast asleep. So the captain came to him and said to him, what do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. Uh, yeah, so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, one another, come let us cast lots that we may know for whose this for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. And they said to him, "Please tell us, for whose cause is this trouble upon us? Uh, what is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you?" So they said to him. So they said. So he said to them, "I am a Hebrew. I fear the Lord God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land." Jonah thrown into the sea. That's the, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> then these men was a, were exceedingly uh, afraid, and they said to him, Why have you done this? For the man knew that he had fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to the uh, sh What shall we do to you that the sea may be calm for us? For the sea was growing more temp temp more more uh, rigorous. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I couldn't do it. And he said to them. Pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know that this great tempest is, is because of me. Nevertheless, the man rode they, uh, yeah, nevertheless, the man rode hard to return to the land, but they could not, for the sea continued to grow more temp, temp more rigorous against them. Therefore they <laughs> ain't gonna do it. Therefore they cried out to the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life, and do not charge us with innocent blood for you oh lord have done as it has pleased you so they picked up so they picked up jonah threw him into the sea and the sea ceased from its raging then the man uh feared the lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the lord and took vows now okay. The, so okay go ahead no you could i didn't mean to put 17 in it you, you, you're good with that All right. so it's a couple of things in here that i, I want to point out first and foremost jonah was in sin yet he was sleeping peacefully you dig what I'm saying? Like sleeping mm -hmm. peacefully and everybody else on the ship was praying to their little G God. Let me yep. tell you why he's still, you remember that peace to surpass all understanding? 
Uh -huh. Sometimes we can get caught up in being so disobedient. Yeah, but God, we know we're still in God's grace, so we we yeah. knocked out in sin. So he's night, down night. in the bottom of the ship, like, shoot, my God, awesome! He's he the true <laughs> living God. I'm good. He down here yes, knocked sir. out. All them praying to their little G gods. Uh huh. But even but this is what I want to say. Even in your sin, this is the big part. God can use you because yeah. even in Jonah's yeah. sin, he he woke up like. Yeah, this is me, man. Y'all gonna have to throw me over. I know why y'all getting this. <laughs> and, and they like, right. nah, we're gonna try to make it back. I'm, like, All right. well, I'm right. trying to tell you, I serve the true and living God. I know yeah. why this is happening. Yeah. But after they threw them over and the seas come, they repented. So mm -hmm. many of us can relate to the story because um, you know, we worry about what people are gonna say and think. God sent Jonah to um 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 Nineveh. Nineveh, I always say, yeah. uh, I always mess that up. Same way you uh -huh. <laughs> messed up the, but God was trying to send him to Nineveh and Nineveh was like a bunch of, um, a bunch of rebellious people. You know what I mean? Like you say, yeah, yo, yeah. I'm, he I'm Hebrew. I serve the true and living God. That's why I was down there knocked out. I wasn't tripping, but I know why yeah. this is happening. And yeah. that's what sin will cause you to run away. But even in that God used them in his sin, because yeah. when they, throw up, what it say back then you repented and you offered sacrifices to God. You dig what I'm saying? As yeah. soon as that happened, they yeah. repented. Jonah went down in the well. He had his little three-day, I mean, down in the giant fish. He had his three-day experience. Yeah. The fish, he repented while he was yeah. down there. Uh -huh. He prayed, Lord, uh -huh. forgive me. I'm sorry. You are the true and living God. Use yeah. me at your will. And the moment Jonah repented, the the fish threw him up on the land. And guess yeah. where he went? Strengthened um, Nineveh and preached the gospel. And uh -huh. they all got, they all, they all repented for their sins and they believed in the true and living God. Yeah. My point to you, don't allow sin to stop you from doing what God is asking you to do. And God is so merciful. Even back then when he was, God, hey, I'm telling you, fire from heaven. He, he didn't play back then. It's before Jesus and, and, yeah. and, and the cross. Yeah. Even, even in, in his merciful, in his mercy, merciful and his loving kindness that he has for us, he still used Jonah. Yeah, because he he knew. All right, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and let him think he's gonna run. I'm gonna save these fools on this ship from praying to these little g gods. Yeah, they gonna come to me, and then when he get done, he gonna do what I told him to do in the first place. So I want y'all to be encouraged of that, man. Even in your yeah. sin, God can still use you. You know, one thing stands out to me, man. I guess come growing up as a preacher's kid, uh, is that you know, uh, his anointing came without repentance. His anointing, Boy. his anointing was still evident. You know Boy. what I'm saying? And he was in the wrong. God, he knew what God told him so much. So he got up, yeah, this is happening because of y'all, whatever. <laughs> Even in his wrong, bro, think about this. Even in his wrong, like we was talking about, and he went here, got thrown off the off, off into the ocean or the sea or whatever. All them people get they repented and served yeah. that God. It's like they basically got converted. Like, nah, man, I'm gonna serve his God. But yeah. he was in sin though. Now, I ain't yeah. saying to stay in sin. I'm just saying, like, when God chooses you, boy, it's something different. It's something different. Hey. Some of the boys said, man, um, um, I, I kind of want to highlight this. He said, um, excellent point that sin doesn't automatically excuse us, ex excludes us from being used by God. I want to I don't listen. We heaven and hell is real. Absolutely. Let me, let me explain that. But there are going to be so many people who get used by God yes. and they're not going to hear. Well done. Good and faithful servant. Enter yes. into the kingdom from which I prepare for you. They're going to right. hear. Depart from me, you evil doer of iniquity. I never uh -huh. knew you. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So it's very important you don't get so comfortable in your sin because God's still using you. Oh, well, shoot. Yeah. He's, still, he's still giving me this. Mm -hmm. Still being mm -hmm. blessed. Stuff mm -hmm. still being. Sometimes mm -hmm. it ain't about you. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Like Jonah at the bottom, him, it wasn't about him. No. It was the ones on that ship. So that yep. storm. That storm had it had everything to do with Jonah, but it was more so about those souls who came uh -huh. to Christ or who came yep. to God. I mean, because yep. I don't want anybody to say I'm misquoting the Bible. Who came to God and left their little G gods and the ones that from their land yeah. to serve the true and living God. And then they threw him on, you know, after after they threw him over, and then he got out yeah. again and was able to use them after he repented. Because he prayed. If you go on and read Jonah 2 while he's in the fish, he prays to God and said, Hey. Forgive me. I know it was you who brought me through all of these things. I'll do what you want me to do. And God used him to do tremendous things. So be encouraged, man. Real talk. Hey, man. Where are we going next, bro?
Next, we're going to part two, uh, or the second part of this. If you let it, your past will keep you from entering your future. Um, I am very guilty of this. Things in the mm-hmm. past, I have a hard time letting go. Oh, I'll forgive. I'll love yeah. on you, but I don't yeah. forget. And your past can stop you from entering your future at your job, in your marriage, in yeah, your man. relationships, yeah. in your walk with Christ. Yeah. You know, um, I had a big, big church hurt. I was a youth pastor and the pastor turned his back on me and the pastor walked away from the church and I'm, I'm mad. I don't want to, had I let that pass, I wouldn't be right here doing the Bible study. And it's not to say I'm, I'm perfect. You know what yeah. I mean? Because Lord knows I make a gang of mistakes, but if you let it, your past will keep you from entering your future. And it should say in Christ, but same deal. Let's go. Philippians 3, 12 through 14. I'm not going to even, they can see the scriptures. <clears throat> All right. Philippians 12. Uh, not that I have already attained or am, or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brother, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things that which are behind and uh, reaching forward to those things that are ahead. Uh, probably need to read 14. Yeah, 14. It's too far, 12 uh, to 14. Okay, and I press towards uh, the goal of the prize for the upper call in God in Christ Jesus. Or I press towards the mark for the high, high calling, calling in Christ Jesus, if you know you, King James. Yeah, amen. Um, yeah. Let me, I got the news flash for everybody, man. Nobody's arrived and nobody right. got it all together. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Um, what we do have is new life in Christ. And those things that we that used to shape us, you know, those habits, yeah. um, the way we used to act, that's no longer us. Even if you're still in progress and you're dealing with some of those things or you're dealing with something. And guess what? The old you will pop up and be ready to pop off at any given time. That's yeah. why we have to die daily to our flesh, to those impulses and desires and keep pressing toward the mark. That's yeah. why he said, um, um, not that I count myself to have apprehended. Um, but what he's saying is like that he got it all together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the one thing he do know, forgetting the past and pressing toward the future. You can't, I said this before, you can't look backwards and walk in a straight line. If I blindfold yeah. you, you can't walk in a straight line. You yeah. got to keep your eyes to the hill, to the hills. And if yeah. you let it, your past will keep you from entering your future. And this is the perfect start for that um, analogy, man. And also, man, just because it says in scripture don't mean it's easy. It's not easy no, to get your past. It is a daily thing. You have to daily do it. Just like when you say you forgive somebody, it don't mean you just gonna forget everything they done. You gotta daily choose to forgive them, and you have to daily choose to forget your past. Daily choose to forgive yourself, because a lot of times the forgetting, forgetting the past, the hard part is because you ain't forgetting yourself for what you did. Because you know you be like, I'm so stupid. Why would I do that? And then you think about it again, and then mm-hmm. you get mad at yourself all over again, just like you would do a person. So we normally much harder right. on ourselves. You know what I mean? So. No, this ain't easy, but we are to do it. And you can do it. It's very possible. Because if, if it wasn't possible, he wouldn't say we could do it. So, hey Amen. And then you got to remember, man, it's not like we're doing it on our own. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Yeah. So if we are in Christ Jesus, like we're more than conquerors. Like these are the things when I'm saying speak the word of God over you because faith comes by hearing. So when you feel weak, but where you're weak, I am strong. These are some yeah. of the scriptures that you can speak it. You may not be able to quote, you know, um, verbatim you know what i mean like you know and like how people know john 316 but you may not be able to do that but if you yeah. have the word of god coming off of your mouth off of your tongue and you're hearing it it'll be in you you know what i mean um we going to um have a cook yes habakkuk <laughs> yeah habakkuk yeah, you went to school i call them a habakkuk <laughs> Chapter and verse, brother. <laughs> oh, chapter two, verse two to three. Man, look, don't judge me, cuz. Hey, doing the best you can, my guy. All right, Habakkuk uh, chapter two, verse two to three. Then the Lord yeah, answered me God. and I said, I don't even know the thing. Start over. <laughs> Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for a appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come and it will not tarry. 
Listen, man, when you write a vision, understand yeah. that that is something to come. When you're trying to give get over your past, your past is in your rear view. But when you write a vision, a vision is something that hasn't come to pass yet. So right. if you're writing a vision down, that's something that is, um, that's something that, you know, like, man, the Lord, when they have these vision board parties, they, yeah. ain't, they ain't putting pictures up of what they've already accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> they writing the vision down of what God has given them. So if you want to get over your past and walk into your future, start yeah. writing your vision down. Go to Proverbs 29 and 18 for me real quick, bro. Um, I, I know Ephesians, um, Proverbs 29 and 18, because if you don't write a vision down and you are constantly looking in your past, Proverbs 29 and 18, this is what happens when um, 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 Proverbs, is that Proverbs 29 and 18? Yep. Uh, scroll down a little bit. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. Go. No. No. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Scroll. Scroll back up. I apologize. Okay. Well, that's it's not it's the wrong. Well, well basically, it talks about um, where there is no vision, the people will perish. So you know what I'm saying, and this is not the right um. Cause I wanted it to say it. So I'm not going to, don't pull it up right here. Cause it's not saying it where there's no revelation, the people cast off, but Proverbs 29 and 18 talks about where there's no vision, the people perish. If you don't have a vision of where you want to be, you will be trapped in your past and you'll perish. I'm going to give you a prime example for everybody that grew up in the inner city yeah. and you go back to your neighborhood, you see the same people in front of the same liquor stores. Yeah. You see the same people walking the same streets doing the same thing. You might have an old partner. This man is doing the same stuff he did when you guys were in high school, when you guys were in college, when you guys were kids. Yeah. Why? Because he's living or she's living in the past and they have no vision of where they can go. Like, man, that ain't for me, man. This I'm, I was born in the hood. I'm going to die in the hood. That Where there's no vision, the people perish. And the yeah. Bible talks about that. And I know people have all, have heard people say, I was I was born in the hood. I'm a die in the hood. I ain't gonna never yep. be nothing. My parents yep. weren't nothing. That's lack of vision. And when there's yep. no vision, the people perish. And if you don't have a vision in Christ Jesus for you, you know what I mean. Um, and you're living in your past. If in in your marriage, if you keep living in your past, your marriage is gonna perish. If you keep throwing yep. your past in your kids' face, I, your kids are gonna be discouraged. There's a Bible um scripture that talks about don't antagonize your kids. I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But you don't want to do that. You want to encourage. So write that vision down. Um, Ephesians 2, 1 through 9, brother. All right. And if I'm moving fast, folks, forgive me. Look at the replay. And I hope y'all got y'all um, um, notes out for these scriptures. And we are in the middle of, um, if you let it, your past will keep you from entering your future. All right, Ephesians uh two, one through nine. And you have made uh yeah, and you have made alive who were dead in trespass trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conduct conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind were by nature children of wrath just as the others but god who was rich in mercy because of uh, because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with christ by grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in christ jesus that is in the ages uh, ages to come he might show us might might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved. Yeah. yeah. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Okay. So that was a mouthful. But verse 4 is what I really want to kind of harp on. If you can go back down to great, um, verse 4. And it talks about who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. Even when we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with Christ. Um, God's mercy on how he loved us, even when we were in our past. So don't allow your past mistakes to be held over your head by anyone, family, yeah. spouse, kids, 
Yes, you have to live with the consequences. I'm not saying once you repent, there's no consequences. If you're a murderer and you repent in jail, guess what? Your consequences is you're still in jail, but now you're forgiven in Christ. But if your past is being thrown in your face, condemning you when God has forgiven you, don't allow the enemy to trick you to think that you're wrong. The devil is the accuser, so don't allow the peace God has given you to be stolen. And don't allow the next person's unforgiveness for you to yep. become your burden. Yep. And I think that's the biggest thing when we think about our past. Like, yeah, we were ratchet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's a bunch of people. You know, I pray that some of the folks that I've wronged, some of the women that I've wronged um, when I was younger and, and just was a butthole about things. Um, I, I'm glad my, my older sons, when I was a teenager and didn't really care, I was a deadbeat at the time. I'm glad yeah. that I've reconciled that. And they're not throwing that in my face. And I have a relationship with my two oldest sons because, of course, I do with my younger ones because I'm a whole different person from when I was running the streets with my two older boys. But we have a relationship and I have a relationship with my grandchildren. You dig what I'm saying? But I was so young. And if you're in that situation where you have asked for forgiveness and you genuinely went to somebody and say, hey, I'm sorry for wronging you, yeah. yada, 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 that's off of you. If they're unforgiveness for you, don't allow that to be your burden. And now you're condemned because the enemy was like, see, you're not forgiven. Look how they mm -hmm. treat me. I thought uh -huh. God said he was, God did. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't talking about DJ Cali. God did right. forgive me. Right. You dig what I'm saying? That person unforgiving of you and your actions, don't let that become your burden. That's not for you. That's on them as long as you truly repented and apologize for what it is that you've done and some and here's another fact and see i'll let you go some people will never forgive you and you're gonna That's have right. to get over the fact that look it's just over they're not gonna yeah. forgive you no matter yeah. what you do that is what it is and that's yeah. the consequence of the mistake that you made exactly what my brother said man some people will not forgive you and you have to let that go you know yeah you man make your Make your best to try to reconcile and make things right, but if they don't want to do it, then you have to wipe your hands and keep it moving. Keep it pushing, man, because that, you that'll do. be one of them things where you're stuck in your past, yeah. and now you can't move into the future because yeah. one person, yeah, and it may be your mom, yeah. it may be your, your dad, it may be your, yeah. your sibling. Like it, it, It's some of the hardest things, and the enemy will be right there waiting just so he can tell you, see, see, I told you. Yeah. yeah. I told you. But go ahead, man. Jeremiah 29, 11. Very, very popular scripture. All right. <sighs> All right, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will know, then you will call upon me and go, go, and, go and pray to me, and I will listen and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Okay. Uh, yep, with all your heart. Thank you for reading that because I showed I didn't have um, 12 and 13, but I'm glad yeah. that you put that in there. Um, this scripture is quoted so much, and it's the, the powerful words in the scripture of 29 and 11 have yeah. become quotes for merchandise sales. Yep. But I need you to understand that what God is telling us, he wants to give us peace, a future, and hope. And again, if you're in your past, you can't have that peace yeah. or your future or hoping in a future for what it is that you're doing. And he says, um, then when you will call upon me, um, can you scroll down to 12 and 13? You'll call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. There it is. So yeah. we talked about some things earlier, seek the Lord. And if yeah. you've done that, there you go, man. Walk in your peace in your future. Um, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. And I think this is uh, two more here. Let's see what happens. Isaiah 43, 14. Through 19, is that right? No, 18 through 19. All right. 43, 18 through 19. All right. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. It should, now it shall spring forth. Shall you know? Shall you not know it? And I will even make, the, uh, make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. 
So what God is saying here, he can do the impossible. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about it, I'll make a road in the wilderness and, and rivers in the desert. That don't even yeah. make sense. But that's right. when you're not supposed to lean to your own understanding. God can do a new thing in anyone. Don't dwell on the past. And that's, he said, um, do not remember the former things. Former, that's old. You know what I mean? Walk in your newness. Please walk in your newness. Go ahead, see. I agree. All right. I concur. Um, Second Corinthians concur. 5, 17 through 18. All right, 10 Corinthians 5, 17 through 18. Therefore, if anyone is in is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed, passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah, I mean, it's self-explanatory. You're a new creation. You know what yep. I mean? That's the newness. Um, reconciliation. Uh, Romans 8 and 1. Did you have anything for that? Old things have passed away. It's continuously being reiterated. You know what I mean? And again, uh, while he's going to that scripture, we're in the part, Rome. if you let it, your past will keep you from entering your future. And um, this is through all life's walks. It's not just even for the single person, even for the person um, in your career. You know, um, I have a, a really good friend who stepped out on faith and made a career change after being in one career for so many years. They stepped out and um they're experiencing a peace where they was experiencing stress like crazy i mean just stress 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 and now yeah. there's a different type of peace because they decided to step out on faith and god honored that and and blessed blessed them um to experience that peace by changing careers when fear which we talked about earlier fear can have us running from things fear Fear didn't set in. They stepped out on faith and, and God showed up and showed out and they're experiencing peace on their job. Romans uh Romans eight and one. All right. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Um, and again, you can't worry about your past mistakes. We all, all make them. If you yep. repented and truly meant it, you are forgiven in the Lord's eyes. And yep. I said this earlier. Don't let someone else's unforgiveness towards you become your burden. And we're going to wrap it up there. We got one more. Um, so this will be a two-part. Um, the next one is no matter where you go, God is there. But again, man, um, let's do a quick wrap up. I know this was a lot to take in. Like um, It's like a buffet meal in an hour. So it's, yeah. it was a lot of scriptures. Uh, we talked about what can um, cause us to run from God, fear and sin. And if you've noticed, we talked about, we talked about, um, we went um, to Isaiah 41, you know, um, he's talking about, don't be dismayed for I'm your God. Philippians 4, um, you know, um, 6 through 7, be anxious for nothing. Psalms 27 and 1, um, we went to 2 Timothy's, Hebrews 12 and 1, um, 1 Corinthians, Jonah talked about how Jonah was disobedient. And even in his disobedience, he still had peace. So we have to check ourselves. That's where that self-check come at. Well, we're so at peace, we can fall into comfort and sin and just be chilling. And then God got to wake us up, you know, and we hopefully we don't have to experience the Jonah situation. Right. Then what we just got done with, if you let it, your past will keep you from entering your future. We talked about Philippians. We went to um, Habakkuk, Ephesians, um, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Isaiah. Second Corinthians, Romans eight and one, and that last one, um, you know, therefore, if anybody in Christ, he's a new creation. Um, yeah. Listen, man, don't worry about the past mistakes. If you repented and truly meant it, you are forgiven. So I want everybody to know um, you have a future. You know what I mean? And when I say you can run but can't hide, Jonah tried to run but he can't hide. You may have tried to run but you can't hide. You'll be right. in a situation and somebody bring up church or somebody bring up a scripture or somebody, those are little things with the Holy spirit is telling you, Hey, Hey, I'm, you know, God is getting your attention one way yeah. or another. Or if you listen to music and all of a sudden, um, a Marvin Sapp song, come on right after, uh, uh, uh um, a Nicki Minaj or Megan the style. And, and now you convicted, you know what I mean? Right. And, you know, and, and not condemned, but convicted. And, and God is just getting your attention one way or another. If 
You don't feel that. And you still are in your sin and you're still in fear and you have never really accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Then you can do that. If you fall into sin, repent. Get back up. Shake the dust off and keep it pushing. Be like Jonah. He repented. And God yeah. finished using him for a great and mighty work. And he can do the same thing for you. But if you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then you can repeat after me. And we want to um, offer you, um, <laughs> if you will, the keys to the kingdom in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Lord, I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for me so that I may have eternal life. Lord, I repent. Come into my heart. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, amen. Amen. Listen, it's as simple as that. You're asking Jesus to come into your heart. You're believing that he died and he rose on the third. And if you said that prayer, it's that simple. You know what I mean? That part's the simple part. Now yeah. walking this thing out is where the battle comes in at. And we have all these scriptures from this particular Bible study showing us that, yeah, the road gets hard. You're going to yeah. fall. You're human. You know what I mean? But don't allow the human element to be your excuse on why you sin. Well, God knows my heart. Well, let me tell you what the Bible says about your heart. It's deceitfully wicked. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? So that's why another scripture talks about ask God to guard your heart. You know what I mean? Or to put the um, put his word in your heart. You know what I mean? And in your spirit, meaning the word of God. So I want you to be encouraged. If you said that prayer, find you a church home. Get you a Bible. Um, if you have a Bible app, download it to your phone. And whenever yeah. you read your Bible app, put your phone on airplane mode Yeah, because messages are going to pop up, um, all types of stuff, emails, um, whatever you got on your phone will pop up when you're in the middle of reading your Bible, your Bible plan. So yeah. download the Bible app. Don't just, I mean, where it's to your phone, not just app on the phone but download it so you can put your phone on airplane mode and you can still access your bible um your bible plan get you a bible with some pages in it mark your bible mm -hmm. up you know what i mean mm -hmm. i have to the right of me you can't see it on my bookshelf i have about five different bibles and them joints is marked up all over the place yeah. you know what i mean a lot of times you use google so there's no excuse lord um i'm struggling with um loneliness what are some scriptures on loneliness google yeah Every right. scripture about loneliness and how he can comfort you will pop up. And that's one way that you can um, continue to grow. Um, see, and I say this all the time, this Bible study, trust me, I don't want to do this sometimes because I'm going through my own yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I feel, I don't feel worthy. I feel like yeah. Jonah. Yeah. God told me to do one thing and, yeah. and I'm going to be real. I went to Dallas. I had a good time. Like I said, my um, family through, I didn't have a Bible study. When we got to the airport on, 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 on Sunday or, or Monday, I'm sorry, I came home yesterday. We got to the airport on Monday and I'm like, man, I don't have anything. I'm yeah. sitting in the airport, flight delayed, boom, downloaded. Yeah. I had it all. And by the time I got home, I think by one o'clock yesterday, see, I sent you everything. Mm. And that's how the Holy Spirit works. But why? Because I do have his word in my heart. You know what I mean? I do. I, I am listening. I, I, I am praying. Should I pray more? Yes. My prayer life is not where it should be. I'm not saying these things to bat, brag and boast. I'm saying these things to encourage you guys so you don't think that we feel like we're better than. We're just like you. We're trying to walk out this salvation, pressing for the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. That's what we're all doing in this Christian walk. It's not going to be perfect. So be encouraged. You got something to see? Nah, <clears> man. <throat> just did out everything you said, man. We are not perfect. We are just vessels uh, that we felt like the Lord led us to do this, and he helps us do it. Like Rob said, man, a lot of times we want to hide and not do a Bible study. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? We're like, man, let's make it four weeks, you know what I'm saying, because you just may not be ready or you're dealing with things personally. But we just uh, – I want to just give glory, glory to God for both of us, man. He helped us to be able to keep going. It's really fun to support everyone who watches and – uh, yeah. supports financially and things like that. We can't do it without you. And, you know, when there's a need for the word to be said, God would deposit into the people to say it. So there's obviously a need because he's depositing to us even we even though we don't feel like we worthy. So yeah. glory to God and uh, appreciate y'all. And uh, tomorrow night, man, we'll be back with a, another sports show uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and another special show on Thursday with a special guest and things like that, man. But we are so grateful you even took the time to watch the show tonight. 
we're grateful and uh we thank you every time you come back you know we yeah. don't take it for granted at all go I, ahead bro I, I will say this man because it is the bible study hey if you are into chh and yeah. you know the um the legend flame he will yeah. be joining us thursday on our faith and music show um yes, big he concert will. here in st louis um this saturday of you in st louis the extra nose um stop you know what i mean um, concert so um slide through see what um the homie flame is talking about good brother he's trying to do stuff for the kingdom of god um big concert coming out so on thursday if you're not the sports person on thursday slide through and see what flame talking about man real excited to have him back on the show yes sir all right with that being said i'm c michael i'm robert dean we'll see y'all tomorrow man thank y'all for watching yeah Yeah, yeah.